listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. All right, back on Money Talk. I'm Andrew Work, and it's time for Your Money. Today, Carolyn Wright discusses how you can navigate your way through tricky times on the markets. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. And in the third part of our discussion on getting back to basics with investing, I am joined again by Stephanie Yuan. She is Managing Director and Head of Hong Kong and Dowis, which is a digital wealth management platform. And we're going to take a look today at investing amid market uncertainties. Thank you for joining me again, Stephanie. Thank you, Carolyn. Hi, everyone. So we have got a lot of uncertainties going on at the moment. Is now the right time to invest? That's the million dollar question, isn't it? I think I mentioned it last time when we spoke that it's really important to think about what is the purpose, what is the goal of your investment. If you're investing for the long term, let's say 20 year, 30 year horizon for retirement, then you will know that markets always have these cycles and it's very difficult to perfectly time the market. I'll give you some statistics as an example. Our team has ran some analysis. If you look at the year 2010 to 2000, end of 2019 for full 10 years, if you miss the 10 best days in the market, your return actually drops by half during that period. And I'm just saying 10 days out of 10 years, your returns would be half. It would be very difficult for anyone to just make sure I either just invest in those 10 days or on the flip side, you might get it wrong and avoid all 10 days and your returns drop by half. So again, for someone like me and our team, we really want to do things more scientifically. We're looking for a good night of sleep at night and not to have to worry about our investments. I think the more scientific thing to do is what we call DCA, dollar cost averaging. What it means is instead of picking a time and putting all your bets into sort of a certain time period, maybe you can sort of put in regular investments at a regular period, uh, what we call, again, dollar cost averaging, so that you make sure that you average out your entry price and you don't miss out the bottom. You might have invested a little bit at the top, but you'll make sure you always have some sort of entry at the bottom as well to balances out your your entry point. So again, going back to the question, it's very difficult to time the market. But if you do dollar cost averaging, it will really give you a peace of mind to not have to think about, oh, is today the right time? Is it 9.55 or it's 10.52 to invest? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so let's get on to something else that's been a, a massive talking point of late. And that is what central banks are doing with rates talk about the considerations that you need to make when we're in an environment where rates are rising. I think that has been something that everyone has been focused on in the past year, that central banks uh, since last year has been raising rates very quickly. And that has affected both the bond and stock markets. And last year, we saw the historical diversification sort of correlation between bonds and stocks has fell apart as a result. But again, I wanted to point out that that was 
one year that this diversification then happen. If you again look at a longer term horizon, this uncorrelation between the two asset classes do exist over the longer period of time. And we do see in 2023 when rate hikes have slowed that fixed income has now、um, again performed better. Than equities, and again, I think what Carolyn you mentioned, there are also fears、uh, lately that are we entering into recession? And I think we mentioned last time that's why it's important to have a diversified portfolio in sort of times of a recessionary environment. Bonds tend to do better. Than equities, and if you have a mix of bonds and stock in your portfolio, it's very diversified. It's not just one stock or one bond. Then again, you can be confident that your portfolio will still be okay over time. And again, if you're long term horizon, and I've talked to clients who went through the. 0809 financial crisis, and at that time they said they were really scared. Their portfolios were down by 50 percent, but In hindsight, they came back to me and said, since they're investing for the long term. In hindsight, actually, that was one of the best entry points for them to invest in the market. That's why some of our older clients, they sort of practice what I mentioned earlier, dollar cost averaging, because they've learned their lesson.、Um, they sold out all their holdings in 0809, and they miss sort of the best investment opportunity of the decade. And now they're practicing: if I don't need this money tomorrow, and I want to grow my wealth, they just sort of put in money regularly. Don't know. When is it the bottom? But they make sure that they won't miss the bottom if they do this. Let's talk about the opposite. Then we've been talking about the right time to invest and looking over long-term scenarios. How do you know when it's the right time to sell? That's also a very interesting question to ask, right? And I've also learned over the years that actually investing is not. That much about maths and numbers is a lot about human psychology, and there is this term called loss aversion. And if I give you an example, you probably would agree. If you lose, say, ten percent of your portfolio, you'll probably feel very painful that oh no, I lost ten percent of my portfolio. But if your portfolio is up ten percent, you probably don't feel. That happy because you felt like that's a very modest gain, and that's really something that's been proven in behavioral finance that this term called loss aversion that we feel a lot more emotion and a lot of more pain when we have losses, and that leads to very irrational sort of decision making when clients see their investment value goes down and. Tend to do very irrational things, such as sell at the bottom. On the other hand, when they see markets are sort of、uh, running high, then they rush to buy at the top. So these are human nature. These are human psychology. It's very hard to control. That's why, again, for me, I'm also a very emotional person, and I've also learned that maybe a better way is to sort of put aside your emotion. There is this concept in wealth management called auto rebalancing, as in you put rules-based sort of auto rebalancing thresholds. If you make a certain percentage, you sell sort of the portion of the portfolio that you're making money, and then you rebalance it back to your target asset allocation. So it's very scientific in a way to make sure that you don't 
act irrationally based on these uh, psychology sort of factors that affect us. So it's difficult to time the market on when to buy. It's also difficult to d- decide when is the right time to to leave the market. It's going up 10% enough. It's going up 20% enough. Again, going back to what I mentioned, if you set a goal for yourself, if you set a target uh, asset allocation, you can consider doing rules-based threshold auto rebalancing and take out the emotions of it. And just it helps you to sleep at night that it's difficult to know when to sell, but at least you know you're doing things in a very scientific way that guarantee you to, to, to a path of success. Fascinating. You know, I I guess we all realise that there is a massive human element to this, but people still, they'll still go ahead and do it. Now, we've talked a lot about difficult times. So let's have one final question for today and talk about how you can hunt for a passive income in difficult financial or economic times. In a recessionary environment, if you're someone who need passive income, uh, you have recurrent expenses, you might consider putting some of your investment into fixed income because fixed income tends to perform better than equities in times of recessions. Um, another avenue to consider are high dividend paying stocks. Um, why is that? Because companies that can afford to pay dividends are usually blue chip firms, firms that are, have strong brands, they have pricing power, they can still make money during recessions. It, it usually are sort of uh, utility companies, a consumer staple, they're less affected by economic environment. And even during recession, it's very hard for us to sort of uh, cut down on uh, the use of electricity, although we can cut down a, a little bit, but we cannot cut down everything, right? So um, high dividend paying stocks can also be an avenue for you to consider if you're looking for passive income. On the flip side, I would mention, I think real estate is something that is very popular within Hong Kong investors. But if you have cash flow needs, you need to be aware that uh, real estate investment can be quite illiquid. So these options that I mentioned, uh, sort of tradable fixed income or tradable um, stocks that pay high dividends could be something you could consider if you have immediate cash flow needs. Thank you so much for all of your really wise words. That's Stephanie Yuan, Managing Director and Head of Hong Kong and Dallas. Thank you so much. Thank you.